down. today good. well y'all tuned into another educated dummies episode as always man it's the og over there hey hey and it's the boy young buck d jeff and we got another special guest joining us man as we welcome back y'all back to club 4011 joining us miss latricia hello everybody hey <laughs> riri from out west riri from out west west side chicago one of the may girls off latrobe in augusta la i'll talk your shit right yeah, your <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we gonna go right here right that's where you're from growing up over there. that's where you're from yeah that's where i'm from okay. that's where you know i still hang out you know that's the awesome community that's my passion that's where i'm trying to rebuild and that's where i'm trying trying to teach no let me take the try out that's where i'm teaching financial okay. wealth via real estate to okay our Alright, alright, alright. Is it just exclusive to Austin or like? No, it is. It is definitely not exclusive. That's to what Austin. it sounds like. No, it's it, for it everybody. Be. But okay. I actually own an event space there, so I do a lot of um events events there where I have uh, free home buyer seminars. I teach a, a lot of different financial classes. Okay. I do a lot of things for the community. I did a uh, a chess tournament for kids because okay. I believe that that builds a lot of skills that our kids don't have these a days. A chess tournament. Oh, that's why. Yes. Really? You know how to play chess? I do not. But my significant <laughs> other, Greg, you know, know him as well. He, he does know how to play chess, so mm-hmm. we got that together. And you know what? What's so amazing is that a lot of parents brought, brought their kids from out south to mm-hmm. the Austin community to be in this chess tournament. Really? It, it was like a test class. And okay. then at the end, it was um, a, a tournament. And, I mean, I just met this this young man from out south, and he was he had to be every no more than 11 years old. And I was so impressed with his skills. And he beat everybody. He beat all the kids from the West Side. Oh, yeah. But I was so impressed with really? him. But just to yeah. see how kids got in tune with yeah. it and learned. They say it's best to learn chess at a young age. Yeah. But that's when your mind is really up to it like me. You know, he tries to, I'm like, oh, I got kids like football. Right. I can't get it. Right, right. <laughs> so so you went to school in the Austin community too? I did. I went to John Hay Community Academy, but for high school, I went to William Howard's Half, which is a school up north. Oh, you went to Taft? I went to Taft. Okay. Yeah, yeah we know right. Taft pretty well. I went to Vaughn, so. Oh, okay, Vaughn Stupid. Yeah. Okay, Vaughn Stupid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, okay, you know, that you have to test to go there, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was on the selective enrollment test. Yeah, 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 it was. Mm-hmm. It was. Y'all smart motherfuckers. Yeah, okay, so y'all yeah. got tested. Uh-huh. Educated. Right, okay, you an educated okay. dummy, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we try to find out if you won. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, well, hey. So, okay, so you graduated from TAF? I graduated from TAF, yes. Okay, all right. And, and back there, you knew that you were, like, this passionate about your community and, like, wanted to do... No, I did not know that back then. Uh, I didn't... I don't think I... Just, I just, you know what? I must say that going to a grammar school and our teachers were very passionate. You know, I went to grammar school in the 80s and, no, not 80s, Damn. 90s. Was it? It was you're the gonna, 80s. You're going to make me ask you how old you is. Yeah, I'm 47. Damn. Don't lie to I just us made now. 47. I forget. When I got 40, 40 years old, I forget. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. So I'm 47. I just made 47 Um, what, uh, Sunday before last. And okay. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. So the teachers were so passionate about, you know, 
our heritage, about the struggle, about our people, mm. about what we've been through. So I think I always had in my mind, in the back of my mind, like, how can I just be medi mediocre? How can I strive for excellence when I have people that died? Right. You know? Right. And then I think about, you know, the slave ships. I think about them. They say they were on top of each other. And I'm like, man, my ancestors that made it, right. how strong were they? Yeah. So whatever struggles that I find myself going through, it could not have been nothing more than what they've gone going right. went through back then. So I, that that's been always in the back of my head. I'm like, okay, mm. you can do this. You got to do this. Look what they went through. Mm. Right. Absolutely. So that that's always made me more passionate about what our people have and why right. are we accepting less. Yes. If he can have it, if Tom can have it, why can't I? And I say Tom because you know, as a woman. I've always seen men in certain positions, oh. but I never let that scare me. Oh, like, I'm a licensed general contractor. Mm -hmm. No, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about oh, okay. them, them over there, oh, those okay. times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> those times. So, you know, I just feel like I don't like to give myself boundaries. And right. I, I hate for our people to live in that mindset of boundaries. Yeah, yeah. I got you. So when did the Austin community specifically come into play? Like, Because it seems like most people from our neighborhoods, right, you want to get out of your hood. But it seemed like you made a point to kind of like build up your hood. Like, okay, so it came about because being born and born and raised in that community. So right, I was a young teenage mother. So mm, for two years, mm, mm. Uh, I went to no one year. I got pregnant at the age of fourteen, and I had my child at fifteen. So I did go to Arts of Living. Oh, okay. You know, for one year, which is a maternity school. So, and I remember... That's a fast girl school. You can call it that. You can call, <laughs> what it, is. You can call it a fast girl school, or you can call it a naive girl school. I, 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 I was naive at the time. Okay. So, I ended up getting <laughs> pregnant, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And so, my father, he was a, a fire inspector for the city of Chicago. And he was like, well, you know what? You may need to go to this school. And I was like, okay, daddy. I knew nothing about it. So, he put me into the school, Arts of Living, and one of the teachers made this comment. He uh, said something along the lines of, uh, you know what? You girls are smart. I don't care what they say about you. And I'm like, what they saying about us? Right. And, you know, I learned that I was supposed to be some type of statistic. So I was like, a statistic? You know, I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? I don't mm -hmm. want that stigma on me. So what can I do? So I just made sure I got good grades. You know, I graduated with honors. I couldn't go away to school because my parents wouldn't have it and they weren't going to babysit for me. So I had to stay home. So it landed me a job downtown Chicago at First National Bank of Chicago, and I got in the mortgage industry. Mm -hmm. So getting okay. in the mortgage industry, I started learning the terms and the lingo, and I started looking at people, income documents. I'm like, people out here making this type of money? Right. You know, and I was like, okay, well, what do I need to do? How can I make this type of money? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I want to buy property. So that was always stuck in my head, and by me being in the mortgage industry, I learned what I need to do. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, I started going to Howard Washington College, so you know how it is as a college, fresh college student. You get all these credit cards. So, you know, I ended up, you know, getting into all of that, getting yeah. bad credit. So right. fast forward, um, age of 20, and I, I'm now a single mother with two young young men, and I needed to file bankruptcy. But by this time, I'm heavily in the mortgage industry, and I'm like, okay, mm. I need to do something. I, I know I needed to file bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. That was fine. Mm -hmm. And so I did that, and then I made a plan. I started saving. Me and my kids, ramen noodles, McDonald's, ain't nothing <laughs> for about two years. You know what I'm saying? I saved up my money, Absolutely. and I was like, okay, you know, hey, it's time. I was scared. I became a real estate agent too. So I was working at the mortgage company and being a single mother, I needed to supplement my income. So how you find income. time to do all this shit now? How I find time? Yes. I just made time. 
I made time. It's called sacrificing. When you know you want something in this world, sometimes you got to sacrifice. Sometimes you got to work hard for it. And that's what I did. But I knew it. If I did it then, that my future would be absolutely beautiful. So it's up to me. We write our own story. So it's up to you what lines you want to put on chapter one, page one. Sometimes it's going to be things that people throw at you. You can't do nothing about that chapter. But you know what? You can always turn the page. And guess what? Start a new chapter. Absolutely. So after going through all of that, I was scared to push to pull the trigger and go ahead and buy something. Mm-hmm. And so I was listing a property because I was a real estate agent at, mm-hmm. by this time. I was listing the property and one of the real estate agents there, she was like my mentor. She's like, why are you putting this on the market? You should buy it. It was a three unit property, mm-hmm. which means that I was like, okay. So I did my calculations because I worked in mortgage. I was like, damn, okay. If I move into this basement and I ran out first, second and third floor, <laughs> I was like, cha-ching. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Uh-huh. If I lived there for two years, me and my sisters had some parties every weekend because I was the owner. <laughs> Nobody could tell me, you making too much noise. That was my shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and that's how I started realizing how to build wealthier real estate. Because mm-hmm. I literally, I bought my first bins. You know, me and my kids mm-hmm. was living a beautiful life. Mm-hmm. I actually, the basement was nothing down there. I actually added the apartment, moved down there. People now say, I don't want to live in no basement. It was part of my sacrifice. Right. So doing that, then two years later, I bought my house. So even though I don't live, currently live in the community, but I knew where I was from and where my community is. So this is still my passion to rebuild. Mm-hmm. So my parents still live in the community. A lot of my sisters still live in the community. So mm-hmm. back to your question, what made me want Austin? So now fast forward years down the line, I'm in corporate America, working in corporate America, and I'm seeing all these people I'm working at a mortgage company. They're making like $50,000 a month, mm-hmm. $60,000 mm-hmm. a month. And I'm like... Why can't Teach I do me. this? Yes. Right. They tried to tell me no. After I trained some people, you know, and they were able to climb the ladder. So, I, you know, I went through my song and dance with them. Like, no, you can't do that to this one right here. Right. So I was in human resources with them telling them, listen, you're going to give it to me or I'm going to get it. So they ended up giving it to me. Mm-hmm. So I did. Man, I was uh, one of the, the top producers, top salesperson on my team. And um, I started making that kind of money. And then the market crashed. <laughs> the yeah. market tanked and then it brought us to the recess- recession. So I realized, wow, it's time to make lemonades out of these lemons. All the property values tanked. Mm-hmm. But by this time, I have built up money in my 401k to where I can pull it out and start purchasing these properties. Mm-hmm. So that's when, at that time, I still my own. Because you know the market going to go back up. It right, has exactly. To. It has exactly. To. Yep. So I had, at this time, I had my single family home. And then I had my three-unit building. And then I started purchasing the properties, only multi-units, uh, 30000 25000 you know, and rehabbing. Them. In the my, Austin community? In the Austin community. Okay. This is when I got my GC. I got one. My first property was actually in Home and Square. Okay. But that was just me, um, you know, getting outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. You know, they were building the Home and Square up, uh, area up, and I was uncomfortable. But it was one of the best investments. Right. But all of the other properties I purchased, 25000 Mind you, and I've got my GC license as a woman. I wanted to be in control of my money, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. rehabbing and things like that. So I think I purchased probably like five properties at that time. I still own all of them today. Hmm. So it's about 18 doors to where, you know, I was actually retired. Mm. And, um, you know, my uh, mentor was like, okay, so what are you doing for your community? You just out there at your house collecting rent? I was like, yeah. You're right, because it was something in my soul that right. I knew. I, I'm not going to give y'all no time to ask me no questions. No, nope, go, go, go. <laughs> tell, tell it. Right. Tell it. So 
I knew I wanted to do something. So she was a part of this organization called AAA BNA, which is Austin Af- African American Networking Business Association. Okay. So I went to this meeting, and I went to this meeting. I'm like, everybody was there. The mayor was there, which then was Rahm Emanuel, and just everybody on uh, Department of Planning. And they were talking about rebuilding our communities. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you know, I want to be a part of this. So I joined, and then it was a property on the market uh, down the street in um, Chicago Avenue in Austin. And she was telling me, you should buy this property. I was like, I don't know what to do with this property. It's a, it's a commercial. So I was like, I don't, I never rehab a commercial property. I'm scared. It's mixed use. Set an apartment on the second floor. I was like, I'm scared. But a lot of, but I must say, there was not one property that I purchased that I didn't have some type of fear. Mm-hmm. But I, I never let fear overcome, you know, w- how successful a new owning property, you right. know, in real estate can be. Right. So I just thought about it. I said, you know what? I'm going to purchase this property. Mm-hmm. And, and at this time, they was giving grants. So, and I told myself, even if I don't get this grant, whatever I collect for rent on the second floor, and even if, if I don't put a business here, you know, I know how to be a landlord. You know what I'm saying? I know how to manage real estate. Right. So I just got over that, and I went through the process. I rehabbed it. And so today, I own a successful event space now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so you do rehabs, too? I do rehabs. I rehabbed every last one of my properties. Oh, yes, I did them myself. I designed them. My event space, lmakecreations.com. You can go on the website. It's a beautiful event space on the west side. Okay. In the Ulster community? Chicago. Black woman doing it all. Yeah, a couple of doors down from um, people's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It has the backyard upstairs. I even, you know, rent that out as well. So, yeah, it's just about uh, giving back. And, you know, I make that drive. It's a long drive that I make almost every day out here. But, hey. So so do you have a job or you work for yourself? Okay, so <laughs> uh, let's see. So I do have a job as well. So wanting to assist my people in building uh, financial wealth via real estate, I got my um, – so I started out in the mortgage industry. So I recently, uh, let's see, two years ago, got my loan officer's license again. Okay. Because that's always been my passion. So in doing so, I do work for a company to where I, you know, do the mortgages. Man, we need to we need the blueprint on how to hustle, how to grab all of <laughs> what what did you just get? A, a loan what? What is it? What is it? A mortgage loan officer. A mortgage loan yes, officer. Uh, yes. And so that's a certificate that you have to get or something? A license? It's a license. It's, it's a, a license. You have to be licensed to um, do loans in the state of Illinois. Okay, and so that allows you to do loans for people who want to purchase real estate, but you mm. want to do a mortgage refinance or purchases or something. like So you that. really got to cover from A to Z. I was just going to say yeah, a one stop shop. Yes, right? I, real estate has been my passion, but again, it just started from you know that young age of eighteen, right out of high school, I working in the mortgage. Shit out. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. and I just do believe you know a lot of people that have built financial wealth, it's been through real estate. Right. Like, and a lot of people say, and I think my biggest mistake. Uh, to where I'm not a why I'm not a billionaire is because I fall I fell in love with my real estate. To whereas mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, you get it and flip them. You're right, and you keep building off of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To me, whereas as a single mother, you know what I'm saying, for a long time it was just me taking care of my household. Right. I just thought about that residual, and uh, I was just mm-hmm. comfortable. Thanks. Now, don't get me wrong, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, being a millionaire is okay too, but just to you know, have the, like, in property worth. You know, my properties right. are worth millions. So, yes, just so today, the properties I paid 35000 for, they're now, like, four hundred, five hundred thousand. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and it's, that's, like, the biggest growth you see, you know. Like, I don't know anything about stocks. You know what I'm saying? That's not right. my passion. What I know 
is real estate. Right. And it's been a blessing for me. And it's something I try to teach my people because right. now, you know, I got two grandkids. I got, okay, you get a property. You get a property. You know what I'm saying? Well, so yeah. you get a property. You know what I'm saying? It's something yeah. to leave them. Right. You know? So what else is it that you do besides real estate? <laughs> or is that it? That's all you that do? Real estate? One on one? I don't do shit else but real estate. Real estate. I, that's definitely my field is real estate. And it's a lot of different fields of real estate. It's the mortgage, being a mortgage loan officer. It's being the, uh, the general contractor. It's being the property manager. It's, and all of these can stand alone too. Yeah, right? it's, it's it's called multiple streams. Yeah, okay. So whatever yeah. you want to get your multiple streams of income in, I suggest you do it because out here, you know what I'm saying? If this, like during COVID, you mm-hmm. know, it was like another recession. You didn't know where you're, uh, sometimes some, some people lost their jobs. But with me, okay, I had this over here. And right. then I had this over here. What this stream looking like? Okay, what right. this one doing over yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't, I was never in, in panic hood, mode. We call them traps. Traps? Yeah, that's what we call them, traps. Oh, okay. You got to check your traps. Oh, okay. Yes. Check your traps. Yes. Okay, well, you know, I, I wasn't panicking about what my traps was doing. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my traps was fine. It was looking Absolutely. good. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So what else you got going on? Let's see. What else do I have going on? I, you know, being a grandmother, you know, oh. is very, you know, I had two boys, so I have two granddaughters, and it's just... The most rewarding thing. I heard you got some reality shit or something. Going oh, on. yeah, yeah, I did. I recently just wrapped up taping a reality show. I'm waiting on the producer to produce. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting to see what's what is going this, on. What is this about? It is about being a queen of real estate. So okay. I, me, myself. Real estate. Here we go again. Yeah, it's, it's is it centered on you? Okay. It's, it's, it's centered no, around. it's not. It's, I didn't want to center it around myself. I wanted to center it around other women in the industry okay. who are also queens and doing things in this real estate uh, okay. industry. Okay, nice. So, yes. Black? All them sisters? All of them are sisters. Hey, I did put it out there for everybody to whoever wants to, you know, come try out for it. But, you know, all the sisters in it. So, yeah. Nice. We all are What do you mean all... It's, I'm, and so I'm saying, is it all sisters? I don't mean, is it all your sisters? It was your sister? No. No, okay. sisters. Okay. Not sisters, but sisters. And so you got sisters and sisters, too. I got sisters and sisters, but yeah. it's all sisters. No, like, all right. from this mama, that mama, that mama, you know, not all my mom. Okay, got you. Okay. So it was you and your friends on there? Yeah, friends, right. and it was some people that um I had... Uh, you know, that's you know, not my friends, okay. you know. So I you know, I did a casting call and things like that. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it's just I wanna highlight positivity coming out of Chicago. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so all of the, uh, the whole cast was from Chicago? The whole cast is from nice. Chicago. Nice. Okay. It's women doing things in the real estate industry again, real estate. And what was that experience like for you? You know, the experience uh was kinda it was different because again, it was Seems something like I get never annoying, knew. Right, you got cameras all over the yeah. place and just following yeah, you everywhere. You, yeah, right? you know what I'm saying. You want was it twenty four seven? It wasn't twenty four seven. Like, okay. it, you know, like a lot of people. I don't think pretty much anyone like really showed their home life. Okay. You know, uh, fingers crossed we get a season two and we get there. But you okay. know, it pretty much it was just what I was doing in real estate. It was me close at a real estate closing. It was me doing a rehab, you know, okay. owning, you know, multiple units. I got, you do some rehabbing sometimes when my tenants move out. So it was me doing that process. It was me talking to my subcontractors, getting frustrated okay. with them. It was me cracking a whip over there. So head. you put on steel toe boots? I will put on some steel toe boots. Like usually I do that if I'm working, like I have a, a huge project coming up. Um, new construction right next door to my event space. Uh-huh. I'm building a, a three unit. The first floor is going to be a restaurant. Uh, Kiss my dish. She was out 
uh, in Oswego, but hey. now she'll be located hey. right in the Austin community, which is where she's from. Okay. Oh my goodness, I ain't turn my phone off. Where she's from, and um, so. And it'll be two uh, luxury condos on the second floor. So this is my first time doing new construction. So once again, okay. I'm shaking in my boots. Yeah. But you I got I it. Felt, right. You got it's faith it. over fear. Yes, I'm not going to let that get to me. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, it's, so we don't have a, uh, a date yet for the, for the drop of the... Uh... No, we do okay. not have a date yet. No, we're still in the very, the infancy stages of it. Like we, re- we wrapped up. Um, when did we wrap up? We wrapped up. The end of July. Okay. So we're just, um, okay. it's just the process. And I'm just learning that. So I, that, that this is all very new to me, but I'm just okay. learning the process. So hopefully, you know, I learned it like the back of my hand, like I do real estate. Right. I like to brag on that, but yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and you said you want a season two, so you, you want to keep doing, being followed around and telling people how to. No, I want to be behind the scenes. So <laughs> I'll be behind the scenes. Um, this is just me getting into it. So I, I think eventually I'd just rather be behind the scenes. Do some directing. Yeah. So is it as scripted as, as some of these reality this, shows this, are? This has or? not been scripted. It oh, was, nice. um, okay. you know, all the drama just fell into place. So is it? Is it, I don't know if you can talk or not, but did you fight? Did anybody fight? Nah, nah not really. It was arguing, but I definitely, I am non-violent, so I would okay. never let anything get to that point because I okay. do not want to depict and showcase us yeah. like that. I just figured with, with nothing but women, was it majority of women? No, yeah, it was majority. It's, it's all women. It was all women. Mm-hmm. I would think that it would have to be some fights. It was some disagreements, so we're going to say that. It okay. was some disagreements. Uh, <laughs> all right. It was, it, was a, it was a little bit of chaos. Yeah, I can imagine. But with me, I like to have resolution. Okay. So I think it was one, maybe, was it one situation? Well, I guess it was resolved, but we can always still resolve it. But I just hate, you know, showing us in that light. You know what I'm saying? I want to be, I want something to inspire young women and young men to mm-hmm. get into real estate. Because it's a huge learning lesson, and it's, it's it can guide you down a path of success. Yes. Okay, so I want to get into real estate. What must I do first? You know, it depends on what area of real estate you want to get in. If you want to become a general contractor, that's a different direction. I just, I just want a crib, just a single-family crib for me and my family. Oh, you just need to um, apply for a loan then. Okay. Right. But so my credit is like a 430, I believe. You need to work on your credit. So how do I, can you help me with that? I, I do advise people on what to do with their credit. Cause again, I was somebody that had filed bankruptcy. So I didn't go pay anybody $200, $2,000 to fix my credit. I learned how to fix my own credit and okay. everybody, I suggest everybody can do the same thing. You do not have to pay hundreds or thousands of dollars for someone to fix your credit. Cause you can do it yourself. Mm. And, okay. And so I need my credit to be at a, about what? Like I said, a full 580. You need Damn. a minimum 580. That's not, but it's it's so many things that you can do now i'm gonna say what i did for my my boys when i you know realized okay you know i want them to purchase property mm-hmm. i added them on to my credit cards yep. as an authorized mm-hmm. user mm-hmm. Yep. and mm-hmm. my oldest son he owns a four unit today that boost that can boost depending on i keep it at a low balance and 
a low balance and of course it's paid on time. Right. So that boosted his score like seventy points. Yeah. So it's small things oh, like that. Not even doing nothing. Just, okay. Just being your child. So right. so so I can so I could be an authorized user on your credit card and it'll boost my credit. You can be an authorized user on your mama or your no. your on your family's credit card. <laughs> on your family's credit card, your sisters or somebody. But it will boost your credit yes, depending on you. if they have a low balance mm-hmm. and this is the thing. Even whoever has a credit card, you want to keep your credit limit under, I would say, 20%. Right. You know, they say 30%. And what I mean when I say that, if you have a, a $1,000 limit, you want to be under $300 mm-hmm. on that, on your limit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because they look at your credit usage. Yes. So if they see you're maxing out or you're over 500, all this stuff brings your credit down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It brings your credit scores down. Yeah. And so when you know you're going to apply, you remember what I said I did? I got into sacrifice and saving mode. So mm-hmm. sacrificing means, okay, first I had, because I had filed bankruptcy, I had to get that secure credit card. So what is that? That means I have to go give a bank, like Bank of America, U.S. Bank, they have them, give them $300, and then I started using that card. And that's how I started building my credit. And then I started saving. Because right. another thing that we look at, we look at, okay, how much money do you have? Assets. Uh, when you're purchasing a property, conventional or Fannie Mac, or uh, conventional is which is Fannie, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, or FHA, it's all ran through an automated underwriting system. Right. And the more assets you have, the more stronger your file is. And when I say assets, it's uh, money left after your down payment and closing costs. If you have zero left in the bank, sometimes if your score is lower than what they like, it, your approval may not come through. Right. So it's all about how strong are you looking through this under under underwriting system because it's automated. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good enough. Okay. So the first step I need to do is it's fix call my me. credit. To get your credit right. right. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes if you know your credit is bad, you know what to do. Uh, that's good. But sometimes if you want to call me, and mm-hmm. I don't mind, you know, you if you complete the application and I can see your credit, I don't mind right. walking you through the process and saying, okay, this is what I see. This okay. is what you need to do. Gotcha. Like, I would say, like, last year, like, I recently closed someone, and that's how I was with her. I had to go through the process with her and tell her, okay, you need to do this, and she just closed last week. Okay. So it's just about listening. I get people that listen to everything that I say do, and they end up closing. I, gotcha. I get some people who be like, well, I ain't want to, and then they don't close. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or it's gonna it's gonna be a struggle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to work a little harder and I hate doing it, but yeah, yeah, you know I what I'm saying? You. But I'm just uh I'm just you know, I'm the type of person I wanna get you to that finish line. Yes. Good enough. So while you while you working with people and like getting their credit together, you also like are showing them the other ears and outs of the real estate world or how they can purchase a house because you like teaching classes that yeah, does all of this Yeah, first-time homebuyer courses. Okay. I, I do that with my mentor, Shirley Fields. We call it Let's Wrap Building Wealth Theory. And this is at your event space in person? Or you know it? what? This is at my event space. We do one-on-one, like if someone have a group of friends okay. where they like to invite us out, we do it there. We did a huge one at the Karen Center. We had over, I think, 200 people. Mm, uh, mm, you know where mm, the Karen Center is? Mm. It's um, it's in the Austin community. Okay. It's on Washington Washington and Parkside, the Karen Center. So we had over two. Hey, I love how when motherfuckers from out west come here, they all only thing they want to do is name streets from out west. I can okay. get going. Uh, I mean, Where is that on Washington? The what? Where is Parkside. it? All right, good yeah, enough. Yeah, Washington and Parkside, but it's a huge, it's a beautiful facility. Okay. Um, I think it's it's newly rehabbed, and we did a huge first time homebuyers seminar there. We have one coming up. That's what I was going to say. How regular are they? Are they oh, my God. This has been the longest distance that we haven't had one. Uh, we have one coming up next month in October. I think it's October the 14th. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, I think it's October the 14th, and okay. I'm excited about it because we have a, a ton of people. We also do uh, a radio show every other Monday. Mm-hmm. We're on next Monday, uh, Gospel Radio 1390 with the Brunch Bunch. Yep. Uh, you know, we just hosted Everybody knows 1390. Yeah, yeah so we, uh, we are on there talking about okay. building wealthy okay. real estate. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of platforms. We try to uh, talk to our people, but it's just crazy. Like, you know, they'll call, they'll be excited, and then they just immediately get discouraged. So it's just, you know, it's just, you know, trying to talk them out of getting that, of that fear. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking, too. Like, what are, what are some of the biggest obstacles, aside from the credit, that you see, like, holding people back? Is it just, like, their fear of being it's, a it's homeowner? The fear. Yeah. It's the fear of the homeowner. But my thing is, and then it's like, everyone's seeing the rates are going up. And I was like, guess what else is going up? Rents. <laughs> so and I'm living like, everywhere. The rents. And I'm just like yeah. as a as a property owner, I don't look at an interest rate. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even when I bought my first property, I didn't look at the interest rate. Right. I looked at the residual income I was gonna get from the monthly rents. Right. So you gotta right. know if you wanna make money and become an investor, you gotta know where to count your money at. You you can't count Absolutely. at the interest rate. Because when I bought my building, you know what my interest rate was? Six point nine nine percent. Okay. Back then, in 2002. Right. And I thought I was doing good. So that was my next question. When, when did you buy your first building? In 2002. Okay. I, yes. So 20 that, years I ago. Say that was a whole nother world. It was a whole nother. And let me ago. tell you something. So <laughs> the rental income that I'm making today compared to what I'm, I was making then. Mm-hmm. A whole nother world. <laughs> and, 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 so and the many, value of the property from then to now. How many properties you got? Uh, I think I have like seven, seven properties. Seven? And they're all seven. multi-units. They're all, every last one, except for my single family home. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, all right, so so here's one thing, right? Allow me to just kind of like be an asshole for a minute. Because I would imagine some people will call you a gentrifier of your own neighborhood, right? Because you're updating these you're updating these properties and you're charging more and possibly pricing people out or no. You know what? I do... Uh, uh, section eight. So, okay. so, so, sh- so, shut that shit up. <laughs> I do section eight because you know why? It's so that was my money. next question. <laughs> if I had section eight, could I come and, and, and stay at one of your cribs? You definitely can. I got so one unit coming. If I don't Airbnb it, I'm gonna do section eight. I mean, okay. I and you know one thing, uh, I do section eight. I feel like everybody deserves beautiful housing, and I do. I update my properties really, very, very nicely because I don't want anyone to live how I wouldn't want to live. Right. So they they get as soon as someone lives out, I up, update them. Yeah. You know, I, I do what I need to do. And yes, I do Section 8. So what? how do you feel about uh, gentrification? Um, As a writer, in real estate, you in probably real see estate, a lot in of it, right? In the Austin community, you should have an opinion on that. I think I do have an opinion. I, I feel like we, our people need to stay in a, in a position and be in a position to buy up our own community. Absolutely. And, and if... This is one thing. We we were not taught about real estate and we were not given things that, you know, other people were given. You know, like people who I was working in corporate America with, you know, their parents and grandparents left yeah. them properties. So they were able they to live right, <laughs> live wherever they wanted to live. Yes. So we have to get to a position to where we're not being exed out of our own communities. Right. Can we get there? Yes. But we can't never get there just sitting there saying, oh, look what they're doing. Look what right. they, are we getting out there and voting? Right. It's, you know what I'm saying? What are we doing? I'm not somebody to get out here and complain without doing anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm the type of, I want to be the change I want to see. Mm-hmm. 
So I can't just sit here and cry about something if I'm not doing anything about it. Right, because at the end of the day, who would you rather have as your landlord, me or them, right? Exactly. Right. And, and you know what I'm saying? I feel like, and, and that's another thing, even with my tenants, because I feel like I'm always going to have tenants. So I even tell my tenants, aren't you ready to buy? You know, get good section eight even has a program, choose to own, to where you can use your voucher. Right. You know what I'm saying? And mm. I teach I tell them this. Yeah. So it's and like that's any, essentially hurting you. It, it, it's not I'm no, always I mean, gonna have not, a renter. Right, right, it's not right. I'm saying, it's helping me if I can tell somebody about buying. Because right. when I tell you it was my saving grace and it put me in a great position today to where I don't even have to work if I don't want to. I can literally do nothing but, you know, collect rental income i can give my property to a management company you know what i'm saying i'm just so not do there you yet. manage all your properties i still manage all my properties. hey man you you just you don't want to get nobody shit <laughs> you know what but i got people on call like i got somebody hvac guy hey this person some wrote their furnace i got electric hey they say that light not working i got people on call so why not yeah you know absolutely. what i'm saying the only times and then i i have a maintenance guy yeah. who I, you know, pay a certain amount of money where they can just give him a call. Right. But mm. because I came up in the real estate industry at a, such a young age, yeah. I know how to do everything and manage myself. I'm doing it myself. So, right. Yes. I just know how to. But if I, it ever gets to a point to where I want to semi-retire, mm. I'm sure I'll go open that door. But right yeah. now, I'm just not there yet. So, so you're still enjoying the, the everyday part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I like when people... Uh, I remember some guy told me back in the day, you don't know shit with real estate. And I laughed. I was like, yeah, it's true. But I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love real estate because when I say it has been a blessing to me, mm-hmm. and I just definitely feel like it can be a blessing to so many. Because you know what we never got? We never got our 40 acres in the mule. Absolutely. So guess what? Yeah. It's up to us to go out here and get it. Ain't, ain't nobody going to give it to us. Yeah. You know, they may you may be some form of grants out here. Don't be afraid to apply for them. I'm I'm grant crazy. Like I, I doing COVID. Maybe. So I got blessed with some grants. You know what I'm saying? Man, what what's out here? You know what I'm saying? Because the worst thing you don't get it, right? right. But, that's okay. But that's yeah, okay. But yeah, what if I yeah, do? Yeah. And that's how you gotta be about opening the business, yeah. buying the property. You know, well, I could lose money, but what if you don't? What if it's the other way around? You Why make are you even money. thinking like that? Right. But so that's what we do, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But you got to exercise that faith over fear. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we let that fear take over that faith. Mm-hmm. So you're religious. <laughs> you know what? I was brought up in a very religious household. Okay. But I would say. How religious? Sanctified. <laughs> Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. You so got to be water baptized in Jesus' name. So we was going to church Tuesday, Fridays, Wednesdays, Sundays, baby. We was Man, you talk about Bible class, Sunday school, all of it. Southern Baptist, that's what I heard. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was apostolic, but yeah, very, very. My, both both <laughs> my parents, apostolic, both my parents are still ministers. Okay. Yeah. So it was a very, very strict, which is why I was so naive. We, I just didn't know any better, mm-hmm. you know, so... Yeah. So, you, so are you not as religious anymore? I mean, of I course you're still faithful, but yeah, I can't say that I am. Like okay. I don't, you know, I grew up where everything you did, you was going to hell. I don't believe that. <laughs> you do. You wear lipstick. You're going to hell. You got yeah, on pants. Yeah. You're going to hell. Yeah. I, I don't. So you had to wear dresses and skirts every day. to school. Down every, to your down, yes, down there. Anything <laughs> like above, anything the above the knee. Shit? Yes, that's how oh, we look. That's just man. anything above the knee is a sin. Was a sin. Yes. Yeah. So that's how we grew up. And um, you know, I don't judge people. You know, I feel like people could believe whatever they want to believe you know whatever you need to be the your best person Mm -hmm. so but like i tell my parents i don't need that you know what i'm saying i appreciate the foundation you know but as far as for me 
You know what I'm saying? I know what being a good person is, and that's what I focus on. I don't feel I need to go to church every Sunday for somebody to tell me how to live. Right. You know, I just feel, you know, I don't feel like I need to get 10% of my money. You know, I give to whoever I want to give to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, but mm -hmm. if my mom, you need to go to church, you need to hear a word from the preacher, then that's good for you. But I don't need that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like everybody should do what's best for them. You know, it's a lot of people that need to be under the guidance of a, a pastor, or they feel they need to be. Right. And if that's how they feel, then that's good for them. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, 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 I agree. Um, so I guess, I guess my next question would be like, will you, will you your faith is to what the universe and just being a good person? <laughs> um, I would say if you, I'm not an atheist. <laughs> if that's what you're asking, not, not so much that, but I mean, um, I would say. That I do believe in. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. If you, if you, if you just believe in the earth, you atheist. Is that no? I'm God. not saying that, but I just wanted to break that down for him right okay. fast. So you know, but I, I would say like um, like a lot of people I was close to, they you know, are atheists. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they bring up a lot of points. To me, it makes me laugh. You know, because it's it's they make 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 it seem like Christians' beliefs are far fetched. But because of how I was groomed up and grew up in the church, you know, I believe in God. Mm -hmm. I believe in miracles and I believe in blessings because I'm going to be honest when I say that I can say a prayer and I can ask God for something and it will be delivered. Mm -hmm. You know, and my mm -hmm. friend mm -hmm. who was atheist, you know, God, you know, God rest her soul. I don't know why I'm saying that because she passed away. But <laughs> she would say, she would say, she would do you, she would say, do you believe in a secret? You know, so she had me read the book, The Secret. And The Secret is a book that it talks about, you know, just speaking things into existence, things mm -hmm. that you want to happen. You know, and if you speak it, and just like faith, if you speak it and you put in works, like the Bible says, faith without works is dead. Because mm -hmm. if you, you, you want something and you work hard towards it, for it, it's going to happen. And so with The Secret, you speak it. And then you work towards it, yes. and it happens. Yes. So I mean, but it's just like I said, I don't knock nobody for their beliefs. I just believe in, you know, what I'm saying love, life, and the God that has blessed me and who I followed, and I, I'm I'm blessed. Uh, no, and I, and I and I'm glad you had clarified that because that's uh, I mean cause the reason I was asking is because that seems like that's a very millennial mindset these days, or just like you know like our generation's mindset of just like. Yes, I believe in a higher power because there's a lot of things that can't really be explained in certain aspects, right? But mm -hmm. like you said, do I necessarily need to be as disciplined or as strict to the church as my mm -hmm. grandparents were or mm -hmm. my mom was? Not necessarily. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, so like I said, I'm glad that you clarified that. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Move. I want to go back uh, to kind of talk about a little bit about your life before real estate came into play. Talk mm -hmm. about you know the single the single mother. Mm -hmm. um, and just like when you first got pregnant, what was that like for you? What was going through your head? Oh, my God. I remember. I would never forget that because my main concern was my parents. And I remember um, I was <laughs> my uh, son's father. He had wrote a letter and I hid it under my mattress and my baby sister. She found it and gave it to my mother. <laughs> so she took me to the, the clinic, the local clinic. And um <laughs> She came home and she told my dad, and I think that was like the last time my daddy actually got a belt and whooped me. Mm. I know, and you know, spirit, what is it? Spirit around, spoiled the child, so we mm. got beatings. So he didn't <laughs> beat me like he usually would beat, but I got a whooping. That was my last whooping, I think. And um, and that, and I was just, 
And I think that was the first time I ever heard my dad curse. And he was like, get in here. And I was like, what? What? He was like, get in here, damn it. Like, mind you, you know, religious, I never, ever heard. That was the only time. Like, he's never drank, smoked, you know what I'm saying, since like, me growing up with him. Yeah. But, um, and I just knew he was so disappointed and just going through that process. And I think that's another thing that has driven me because I seen how disappointed he was. And, like, now he always tell me he's so proud of me. And it's just something that it fills my soul with joy. Because when I say I was so depressed to know how deeply disappointed he was. Mm. And I'll never forget this. And I remember my mom, she was so just loving and nurturing because, you know, that's what mothers do. Whereas my father, oh, my God, he just let it be known that he was so disappointed. And I remember my mom, you know, she seen I was going into a depression and she went into, she was like, okay, well, what do you want to have? And um, and I was like, well, I don't know. And then she asked my father, well, what do you want? What do you, what do you think? And what do you want her to have? And he was like, I want it to dissolve. And I, <laughs> that just crushed me. And I just would never forget that. And if I rem- remind him of that, he would say that it didn't happen. He just, he don't remember whipping us. He don't remember, like, he'll tell my kids, no, I didn't. I was like, how could you forget all this? But I just... I just felt so bad to hear him say that, and it just did something. And I just was like, okay, well, I just never want to disappoint him like that again. Yeah. So I was just like, well, let me. And then Arsa Living told me that I was like the only mother in my grade to not get pregnant again. You know, to uh, yeah. have not not have another child at, in high school because right. I didn't have my second child till I got out of high school yeah. when I was twenty. But yeah, that was that was hard. Mm. That was very hard. Like. So normally when I see a little chick have a baby at 14 years old, Mm -hmm. you can just about write their story, Mm -hmm. right? I don't think that there's anyone who could have written your story the way that it's turned out after having Mm -hmm. a child at 14 years old. And so my hat's off to you for that. Oh, thank you so much. I was just thinking about Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and I, I, I can honestly say it wasn't, um, it definitely wasn't easy. It was uh, it was definitely a struggle, but I must say, like, with the assistance from my mom, my sisters, you know, in different programs in the community, it, it helped. It helped in just knowing that, I, you know, it was my story to write, yes. you know, yeah. and I just didn't, and I, and I see young ladies who I went to school with and they look like they got off into drugs and, mm-hmm. and things like that. I see them, you know, up and down the, the block and it, you know, and I, you know, and I want to say, Hey, you remember me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I know they wouldn't, but I, I know their faces and right. I see some of them are as, as success, you know, successful women as well. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it, it was a struggle, but I, I definitely feel like no matter where you are today, it's just up to you to finish where you can be tomorrow. Yes. And, 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 and so I know that look. I I know that you come from a big family and you have a lot of nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. right? To mentor, yes, right, yes. Outside of them, do you do you mentor any any of the kids out uh, in the Austin community? Yes, I get a lot of people, even people on Facebook who uh, you know I see in my inbox. Mm-hmm. I try to respond to them. Anybody who ever want to reach out to me, whatever they ask me a million questions. People who want to ask me, how did I start my event business? What do I need to do? 
I will spend whatever time I have. If I don't have time at that moment, I'm going to say, hey, give me a call at this time, yeah. and then I'll be able to talk to you. Or I may say, hey, meet me at my next home buying seminar. You know, mm-hmm. it depends on what it is, but I definitely try to talk to people. Like my schedule, as you all can imagine, I try to, you know, hustle everything. So I'm very busy, but I try to make time for whomever wants to um, ask me anything yeah. or want to know how to do something. I, I make time. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So now tell me this. How does a woman get a leg up in the real estate business? Hmm. I would say I was able to get a leg up by not by having an understanding that if anybody can do it, why can't I? And, and, and that's, you know, whether it was a woman or a man. And another thing is with, with my subcontractors, they try me. But I just I have to crack a whip and I have to be, you know, that B-I-T-C-H. You know uh-huh. what I mean? You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? I have to be that person sometimes. I yeah. have to be aggressive. You know, I have so to let them know. you got to be a strong play. black woman? You got to be a strong black woman. Okay, I can dig it. You got to be a strong black woman. You got to let them know you don't play. And you, you just got to, man, you got to keep you got to keep a whip on your side. Yes. <laughs> and crack it when you need to crack it. Yep, yep, yep. Side note, what you listening to? Music? Yes. You know what? Oh my God, I love some country. What? I was not expecting that. <laughs> I love country. <laughs> what music. you listening to? Tell me. Tell, give me a song. Um, give, me, give me a song. I, I listen to. Let's see. Um, <laughs> I don't know like the the titles off the top of my head right now, but um, I can't think of this one guy. It's got to be some depressing shit. That's what no, they tell it's me. love songs. Oh. It's uh, love de- song. Depressing love song. No, That's it's like it's me. like baby, you left me. Now we back together. We made a mistake. <laughs> or baby, take me back. I messed up. It's like that. But all the music today, I you know what? Uh, I I like to listen to uh, Cardi B radio station just really? to be kept caught up on the the latest ratchet hit hip hop. Okay, <laughs> That's uh, what I call it. Yes. But um, other than that, what I really keep my station on is like old Dusties. Stepping music, okay. you know, mellow stuff like that. Like, I was never into, like, raps. Um, I just recently, I would say maybe in my 30s, I got into old school rap. And okay. that's when I started listening to, like, the Easy e you know, and stuff like that. Other than that, growing up in church, we couldn't even listen right. to secular music. Yeah. So I started out with R&B. Yeah. And then I was like, well, what, what type of music? This is rap. Okay, let Who me. Who your favorite R&B artist? Oh, Jesus. I would say... <laughs> R&B, I don't know. Like, I, I recently, I say this past weekend, I was listening to Silk. Come on, cut it out. Female, yeah. let's, we'll do female first. Who your, who your favorite R&B female? Is, is Beyonce R&B? That, yes, that's fine. Okay, Beyonce? yeah. I can say that hip hop though. Male. Male of today? Ever <laughs> stop it. R. Kelly. I did. Cut it out. R. Question Kelly. mark, right? Question mark. R. Kelly. I, I, you know what I'm saying? People get to feel how they want to feel. Uh, yes. No, right. I was just I I, 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 I didn't want to offend anyone. You yeah, know what I'm saying? But people <laughs> get to feel how they want to feel. But I just you know what I'm saying. You have to be able to separate the music, right? right. You okay. Know what I'm yeah, so I, you're able? Can can you separate? You obviously can separate the music. I can. Okay. Yeah. So, I really, I, yeah. His music. Yeah. They hit. You can't. You can't. You can't. I can't. De- you can't yeah, deny, deny it. You know what I'm saying? People get to feel how they want. You know, and I'm going to, you know, nod my head to how you feel. I'm not going to disrespect you, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I'm going to say it's, it's R. Kelly for me. So do you think he did what they, what he's been convicted of doing? Um, 
Well, for the young girls, <laughs> I mean, yes, I believe that. But for those older women that okay. was on there, y'all grown oh. as hell. So you know you, what I'm so saying? So you from Chicago. You know the truth. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like if, if y'all is grown as me and he wasn't had y'all chained up, y'all had to, mm. you know, y'all could have been like, I'm out of here. Right. I, I just, this, that part I don't understand. Right. The mind control shit that they say he did, right? How do you charge somebody with mind control? type shit. Like I said, I mean, those like grown Nicole. women, I, that, <laughs> yeah. that I don't feel like he should be charged for that unless he had them chained up to a bed. Right. Other than that, I don't even understand the charges. Yeah, mm, I got you. So do you think he's sang his last hit song? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you think so? He, he hasn't wrote his last hit song. He's probably right. sang his last hit. You oh. know what? I feel like with technology today, Uh-oh. I don't think he's done singing. I feel like it's a way to where it could, you know, we can mm. hear something. I mean, we're gonna be. He may be done as far as being signed to a label. As far as like a <laughs> pop thug hit, yeah. Just put a song out. I, I I think I just heard some young. I mean, not young thug, young uh, Gunner. I thought I heard some Gunner. Shit. He, so I think jail? it's careful. Yes, he is. It's possible for him to still be able to. You know, with all the things that have phones are, I'm sure he'll have a phone in there. It's possible for him to get some. So I've seen video of him singing since he's been in jail. Like I said, will he have a song that'll be on the pop charts? Or probably not. (laughs) Yeah, probably not. I mean, if you just love R. Kelly, I'm sure you can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you think he's ever getting out again? This is your last R. Kelly question. All right, this is the last are one. You, are you an R. Kelly fan? No, no, I'm a, I'm definitely a fan of Kells. I'm, I'm glad um, that I got you to admit that you was too. <laughs> Come on. So now I'm I can pretty ask honest. you what? Um, do I think he's getting out again? Possibly. You never know with the legal justice system. All right, that's a good answer. That's a good. I don't think he's getting out anymore. But that's a that's a good answer. That anything is possible. He'll take it back mm-hmm. on the pill and come home. Yeah, Jack. anything yes. is possible. But good back enough. to you, the powerful black woman that you are in real estate. What's next? You got your hands on it. So much stuff. What? It, it, you know what's next for you? Is the event space growing? Is it more properties? Tell us. You know what? Definitely, I definitely want to build my portfolio of some multi multi units. And when I say that, I mean like some. Something bigger, like my biggest unit right now is a four unit. I think I have two four units. So I want to own like like my son, my oldest son, he has a property. So he's like, Mom, you have all your properties here, there, and there, which they're all on the west side. But he's like, you just need one big building. So I would love to own like one big building with maybe like 20 units. Okay. She's going to get a hotel, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That too, that too. And I think, you know, uh, getting into new construction, I want to get into building uh, you know, single-family homes in our communities uh-huh. or some multi-units, new construction. So I think that that's definitely where my mind is going, mm. and that's why I think I'll be within the next couple of years into developing more uh, new 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 construction in our community. Okay. Communities. Okay, yeah. so, yes. Not just Austin. Good job. Because <laughs> this K-Town, you fuck with K-Town? I fuck with K-Town. Okay. I thought K-Town not Austin. Uh, it is Austin. Hell too. no, it ain't. This no, K Town. K Town is K Town, but you're still a part of the in Austin, the Austin community? community. Yes, I've heard that before too. Yeah, Garfield it's Park, all Austin. considered. No, it's all considered this Austin. is Gar- Garfield Park community. Yeah. Okay, you could be Garfield yes, Park. This That's is fine. a little different here. Yeah, so yeah, I would definitely build, you know, wherever I can. Yeah. So yeah, yes. yeah. going out south too. <sighs> <laughs> you know what? Out south to me is um, 
like going to a new city. <laughs> because you know what? Even when people buying property, when I used to be a real estate agent, I would tell them, you know, buy where you're comfortable. Because that's where you're going to feel comfortable collecting the rent, walking upstairs. You're going to be like, hey, girl. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Me going to the south side is like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know anybody, so I'm not comfortable. Yeah. So I always feel like people should buy and invest where they're comfortable because mm-hmm. then they're going to feel, you know, more comfortable. And that's just how you want to think yeah. when you're investing in neighborhoods you're comfortable in going to. You're going to be more likely to go there. You're not going to be like, oh, I'm scared to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you want to be comfortable about your investments. Good enough. I like that. All right. So be on the lookout for for you to drop some old properties all over the city except out south. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If I find a great deal out south, um, I'm going. If I find some uh, a great area to build, I'm going. But but again, so we we not actively looking to go out south though. I am not. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, we as West Siders, we got to stick together. So, yes, <laughs> absolutely, yes. just keep that over here. West Side, <laughs> um, man. We, as always, we appreciate your time for sure, for Thank sure. Uh, but before we get up out of here, what we like to do is what we call like a quick rapid fire of questions, just like a this or that kind of thing. Don't okay. think too much on it. Um, but just you know, whatever comes to mind. All right. Okay. okay. All right. First question: loyalty or respect? Mm, respect. What living celebrity do you identify with the most? Living celebrity, living celebrity, Angela Bassett. Oh, that's a good one. Favorite place to travel? Jamaica. Harold's or Uncle Remus? Uncle Remus. Trick question for sure. <laughs> West Side. <laughs> Would you rather lose sleep or skip a meal? Uh, skip a meal. What's your favorite season? What's my favorite what? Season. Season. Like the year, fall, winter, summer, spring. Oh, I thought you were talking about like salt, pepper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that too. You not you not so with that. <laughs> summer. You do a lot of cooking at home, huh? No, I haven't been. <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, I need to make a Sunday dinner because I'm just like I'm so bad with that right now. <laughs> That's my rest day. Okay, okay. Uh, what were you listening to on the way here? What was I listening? I was making phone calls. Oh, I'm gonna say <laughs> country music, right? No, <laughs> right. no, no. Um. What's the last show you binge watched? The show that I binge watched, it would be, I don't know, this new Game of Thrones, The, the Dragon. Oh, the House you of like Dragon. That? House of Dragon. Yeah, okay. What yeah. you think about it? You know, but I just, I don't know. I just like shows like that. It's starting off really slow. It's slow. It's slow? Yeah, to me it is. It's hard for me to keep my attention. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. love Game of Thrones. I, I'm getting into it. I'm getting okay. into it. You know, so, but you know what I do a lot? So, when I binge watch, I kind of like work too. So, I'm probably like missing it. Be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, yeah. I always got yeah. my laptop open and doing, working on some files or something. So, okay. but I just really have so to. So, what's your worst habit? Always working? Always working. Mm-hmm. I would say that. Okay. I think my grandkids, my guy, they, all, and my kids, they complain that mm-hmm. when are you ever going to stop working? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> So follow up, when do you feel like you've got the most control? When do I feel like I have the most control in what area? Everything in life. In, er- in everything in life. I feel like I have the most control when I'm laying down, relaxing, not doing anything. But you don't do that a lot because you're working all the time. On, on Sunday <laughs> nights, right. But hey, that one day out of the week and at nighttime. Yeah. It, I would say every every night when I'm just like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. When I'm done with my task for the day, and I'm like, I can rest. Mm-hmm. I did it. I got everything done. That's when I feel like, hey, 
I controlled everything and mm. I got it done. That's a good, okay. Um, are you a morning person or a night person? I definitely am a night person. I hate to get up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, last two. What makes you the happiest? What makes me the happiest is spending time with my family. Mm. My kids, my grandkids. Um, yes, with all my loved ones. All right, last question. Um, if you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, and please take the whole 30 seconds, what would you say? If I had the world's attention, what would I say? I would say that love is the most powerful thing. And if everybody learned how to love, the world would be a, a much better place. I would say that we need our 40 acres and a mule <laughs> because it put our people so far behind other people. And right now, everyone, a lot of us are in the rat race trying to get to where they are, and they don't understand how disadvantaged our people are because of that. So I would say, please give our people our 40 acres and a mule, just like they gave everybody else what was due to them because of their injustices. Help us out. Shout out to you for that. All right, so all how can right. people keep up with you and for all of their real estate needs, where can they go to keep up with you? They can go to Latricia, L-E-T-R-U-S-I-A dot May at rate dot com. They can go to L dot May Creations at Yahoo dot com and Facebook, Latricia May and uh, L May Creations event space. And thank you again for pulling up and kicking it with us on the Educated Dummy Show. Absolutely. That's Miss Latricia, a.k.a. Riri from Mount West. <laughs> Riri from Mount West. Thank you all for having me. I definitely would love to learn that name, Educated Dummies. But Absolutely. Hey. You know the business on Educated Dummies. Yeah, I know y'all got the big dummy chair and all that all stuff. All right. Yeah, okay, as long yeah, as I ain't have know. to sit in one of those. No, you I'm ain't got to sit the seat today. <laughs> you did good. You did good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, Absolutely. but we definitely appreciate you pulling up and dropping a little knowledge on the real estate world. And y'all out there, hopefully y'all got some gems. And y'all make sure y'all tap in with her, man, because she bought up the hood and she try to make sure that y'all can buy up the hood with her. Yes, man. definitely, definitely, definitely. Give me a call. Appreciate you, man. We'll see y'all next time. I'm, I'm the young G. That's the OG. Peace. Damn.